When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's the one thing all great teams have in common. Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Andrew. Hey, Goldberg! I bet that talk was a cheese broken, you stop it! No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. Clap! 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 It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. He said, okay, I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello, everyone. Kevin is not here, but welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks podcast. Kevin is off in a foreign land. He's in Costa Rica. I asked him if he wanted to pod. He just sent us a picture of like the ocean with like a little tiny canoe. It looked nice and peaceful. Uh, it was cloudy, though, so I did have that going for me. But who knows if and when Kevin will ever come back and make an appearance on the pod again. But we'll see. Well, I'm sure we'll hear a lot about his you know, adventures in Costa Rica one way or another. So we will move on without him. I'm, yeah, I'm looking. There's like palm trees and like a little canoe and a mountains in the background. I'll put it in the show notes. It looked nice. Uh, but let's move on. We are back with another quite well, I guess a mighty X minute, I should say that is the topic for today. No real preamble other than, you know, making fun of, well, not really making fun of Kevin, but we are back. Mighty X minute. We've added the mighty X game changers minutes. We last time we did a mighty X minute, I think it was six fifteen. Um, so that was well into Mighty Ducks Game Changers. We are going back to Game Changers with Mighty Ducks Minute 442. So this is a minute 13 to 14 in episode four, Hockey Moms. And let's let's just take a listen first. I, there's no real, I think, setup here. There's, you know, the Hockey Moms are training and Evan and Coob and Nick have you know gone to the sleepover so there's some transition there but let's listen to the minute now if you could have any superpower what would it be gotta be power of flight what invisibility way cooler way creepier i'll give you that how sneaky around and looking at people while they can't see you watching them creepy oh yeah now i hear it up with Coop? No, he said this is first sleepover. Coop? Hey, hey, Coop. Here, I'll text him. Okay. How you doing? He said K. Okay, since we're not skating, we're gonna be focusing on your form and your follow through, and I'll be clocking your speed. What's Stephanie's record again? It doesn't matter. 39 miles an hour. Okay. There you go. Uh, just initial thoughts, Tommy, on this minute. 
Um, I think it's rare that we've had like a minute kind of go from essentially scene to scene. And we have two different scenes, obviously just at the very beginning and the very end. Um, but, you know, I, I guess, you know, when you have so many characters in a TV show, you're, you're going to be doing that more. So that's something we'll probably see more through um, the Mighty Ducks minutes that we have. We've actually been very lucky, I thought. And like all of our Mighty Ducks minutes have been like very like nice and tight. You didn't miss like the very best part of a scene or anything. Um, but this also kind of worked out because you essentially have like 50 seconds of the, um, the Evan um, Koob um, in, in Maxwell Simpkins, you know, sleepover. So um, it'll, it'll be interesting to hear a little bit more of your thoughts, Mike, about what the scenes are. And again, we try not to cheat and say what happened just before, or what happened just after, but there's a couple of like, you know, I think better parts for the, the hockey playing like right before and right after yeah that was also my first reaction a very awkward minute uh probably the most awkward minute we had because we you have like essentially five seconds of the end of well i guess they it cuts away from the training after five seconds and we go to the sleepover scene which is a pretty good scene i enjoyed it some good jokes in there and then you have another you know 10 seconds five ten seconds of back on the ice with Bombay and Alex and you don't really get into the good stuff there. So we really are shortchanged in this minute by, I would say, you know, a good 10, 15 seconds of this minute is sort of transition. So we really just have, you know, Evan, Nick, Coob at the sleepover. They're in their, the, uh, in Nick's room playing cards, talking about superpowers how did you feel about the whole, um, you know, interaction there between the three? Um, a little bit mixed. Um, in in all, all these scenes, you know, I, I always, you know, watched a few times and try to like pick up on things, et cetera, and overanalyze. You know, it's what people love about this podcast is we're overanalyzing, you know, hockey movies for kids. Um, but they, um, you know, it's the, um, you know, we got the sleepover and it again, it's like, TV shows, you got to have so many kind of like one-liners and, you know, you've got, um, you know, Nick with, you know, I guess like three of them in the span of like 50 seconds where he talks about like um, invisibility and, you know, just kind of his first sleepover, just text us K, you know, that kind of thing. And so a lot of, you know, like jokes per minute they're trying to get in. And I don't think we, um, we've really experienced too much of that yet. Cause again, we haven't really done too many minutes on the, on the game changers yet. Yeah, I liked you know the the superhero discussion. That that is a discussion I feel like kids would have. I was trying to figure out what card game they were playing, but they just seemed to be like holding stacks of cards in their hand. It wasn't like Yeah. So Nick is just kind of dealing cards during the entire scene, which I think helps for continuity. So Nick is just holding like the deck in his left hand and dealing with the right. Um while Evan is kind of like picking up cards. So you got to wonder what the two of them are playing. Um, so, and they each have like a little bowl of popcorn in front of them. They're sitting on, on Nick's bed while Coob in this very large bedroom, um, <laughs> is, um, kind of away near the closet, whatever, sitting like a very, very comfortable looking like beanbag chair with his feet up on like a beanbag ottoman kind of thing. Um, so it's a, it's a big room because not only do you have the bed, but you also have like two other like inflatable mattresses and still like room to spare. Um, but yeah, the card game, I was like, is there any, but no, it's just him dealing, but you, it's like a very, 
very well designed like kids room i would say mm-hmm. you have like the all the props you would expect to have you know you've got like a basketball you've got a guitar you've got a telescope kind of like animal toys you know random shit in the wall but i think they they kind of whiffed because there was no podcast equipment and we know that's you know or even like hockey gear and you yeah. think those are kind of the two things going on in nick's life right now that you'd want to have representation in his bedroom but so one day we'll, we'll hear someone about set design and kind of think about like how did you pick all this random shit in this room um and it's you know very purposefully you know messy kind of thing and you know clothes strewn about that kind of thing yeah great point nick even though he wasn't playing hockey he was a hockey fan he had a podcast about hockey no sign of hockey in his room at all there's like a car poster and other random posters uh yeah and you would think in some sense that the room would be where he stored his podcast equipment, nothing there that we can see. The only guess I would have for a card game would be war, but that doesn't, maybe it was the end of war and they were splitting up the piles because again, they're, they did not have the cards like fanned out, like, you know, hands, they were just holding them in a stack and I don't know what was happening there, but yeah, that would be my only guess. They were, they were starting it or ending it maybe and maybe they're like I, I could see war and maybe they're like betting the popcorn or something you know that's what i think would uh what they would do um if you just have two people playing or you know they probably like wanted to deal coob in and he's just on his phone the entire time mm-hmm. yeah great point about the size of the room though because i did not pick up on that but yeah there's the bed, three, two air mattresses, and then Coop has plenty of room to be by himself. And you would figure Nick, it, it makes it seem at least Nick is, is like a middle class, upper-ish middle class type deal. So maybe he does have a large enough room, you know, being the I, only I child. I think that he's like comfortably like upper middle class, you know, it's like, you know, um, his, his parents, you know, he's he's got you know, two moms that we've established. And, you know, I, I think that they're, um, they're more well off than you'd expect, like a, like a Charlie Conway or one of the kids in that um, from the movies. Um, another thing I'd like to point out is uh, Coop's terrible manners. He's, he's wearing socks and sandals, which is, you know, it's, it's a little embarrassing, but he has his shoes on still while he has his feet on the ottoman, like his beanbag. <laughs> it's very rude. To, I think um, I'm very much team take your shoes off when you go to someone's house. Um, and now he's got his his uh his shoes on the furniture um so maybe that's just like a nice subtle nod that he doesn't know how to act in front of people that's a i'm learning stuff about you too about team take your shoes off maybe i'll i'm gonna have make sure i take my shoes off next time i go to your house uh i'll be very please do (laughs) i'll be very focused on that um yeah i mean coob not a lot of you know parenting going on in coob's household not a lot of manners i would assume being taught there so i guess you can't fault them too much um yeah i would think coob acting like coob as you said nick trying to get on the jokes i i enjoyed the jokes i enjoyed the k joke probably the best um out of everything what uh what stood out to you in terms of you know the jokes and the laughs that was the best one i agree um i was trying to remember like what happened because it would also i think it would have been good if he was just like he just left me on red or whatever you know um, which might have been a little bit too, like, um, up there, but I think just K, you know, is, is very good. Um, the whole superpower thing, um, I mean, we could, we could literally have 
like an entire podcast about this kind of thing. <laughs> um, and so a little predictable. Um, I didn't think Nick's delivery was super great with his thing. Um, but, you know, it's again, it's kids at the sleepover, whatever. That's the kind of thing you talk about. Um, you you got to wonder, like, they're playing cards, eating popcorn. You know, were they trying not to play video games? But you'd think, like, Coob, you love video games. Maybe we could play video games with Coob mm-hmm. to, like, get him involved. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, so that's, that's my thoughts. But, again, the delivery was good. Um, I thought also, like, the first few seconds in the last – you know, five seconds where you're in that other scene. Um, Bombay, you don't really see it. He's got like good facial expressions. Um, so it's kind of like um, when he has started to come around to um, to Lauren Graham, Alex. Um, and, and so I thought that, you know, his delivery, even though he doesn't really have, like, I guess he has like one line, his like yeah. acting is good. Yeah. Great point. It's a great point. You sort of open up on, you know, Bombay's facial expressions in the minute. So it's very uh, clear to see. Um, yeah, I did think with Coop, I did think he ignored it. I thought he just like swiped up, but then it came back and said, okay, I thought it would have been funnier if he ignored it. Um, the popcorn on the bed is interesting. I feel like that's a risky move. You know, you get crumbs in your bed, you're sleeping on popcorn kernels and stuff like that. So I don't know if I would have gone that far. 10 year old doesn't care. Um, I'm actually impressed that they have like their own bowls. And so I was trying to look and I don't see one for Koob. So maybe he's already just like inhaled his and he's done. Um, but you know, it's, um, it's interesting. And I, um, what's, it's also like the, the color scheme in the room is all like kind of, you know, green, um, you know, kind of green and some, some blues and like some like kind of, um, kind of like beigey colors and like the bowls match that motif. So you think that like his, his moms, they like, they know how to decorate. Yeah. I would say I'm, I'm getting a better look. I'm trying to see what pennant is on his wall. It might be a wild pennant, but it's way, you only see the D. Um, so I'll give, I'll, I might give him credit there, but then there's like, there's like a bear and uh, just like a painting of a city. So Yeah. As far as the video games, I could see Nick's mom's not allowing video games, especially in the room. Um, so maybe, you know. That's hey. a good point. It's like, hey, your Xbox is down here on the family TV. You get one hour a week, you know, uh, except you get two hours on Saturdays or something like that. So, yeah. So anything else on this minute before we go to the MVP? You got to think, is this like after dinner and like popcorn is there like after dinner snack kind of like, cause you got to think sleepover, you got to have like, you know, pizza and sodas or something mm. like that. So they've already eaten, um, I guess. And, you know, maybe Kuba has been silent the whole time, but you know, they think, uh, there's the line like, Oh, it's his first sleepover. You know, I think that would have come up already unless they're just like, we're not going to feed you kids. Just go upstairs. <laughs> here's some popcorn. Shut the fuck up. You know, leave us yeah. alone. Here's one deck of cards. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, unless unless this is like a weird situation where the kids are getting dropped off at like 8 p.m. and they had already eaten dinner. But yeah, you would figure you would figure there was some good pizza party going on downstairs. They go upstairs and, and get the popcorn. But uh, great point. Uh, I don't have anything else. Let's go to the MVP. I do like honorable mention for Bombay. I thought Koob was very good in the screen time uh, he had. I'm, I, 
I'm tempted to give it to Coob, even though Nick is the obvious answer here. But what are your uh, what are your thoughts? That was kind of my thought too. Um, I thought Coob's like the character is still very well established. Um, I think that you know, um, you know, Evan doesn't really have much in there, so I think it's tough. You can't really give it to him. So I think it's between you know uh, Nick and Coob, and I'm gonna give it to Coob. Um, even though essentially, you know, Evan's got like, uh, or Nick has all like the delivery of the lines. I think Coob with the, the socks and sandals on the furniture, having already eaten his popcorn, I think is just some good acting there and like good character um, development. So they, they set him up to succeed with this scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to, you know, tip your cap to the uh, the showrunners. But uh, yeah, I'm going to give the MVP to, uh, to Coob. Nice. Does, I don't think Coob ever talks in the minute, but he wins MVP. So doesn't even him. like look at Evan and Nick. Um, he's just on his phone and like I've got it paused and like trying to see what he's doing. Looks like he's playing some kind of like Candy Crush type game. Um, and so honestly, his brother's like, "Hey, they told the actor just like, hey, just like play whatever game you want on your phone like for like this scene. Just look at that, you know. Probably, you know. All right, that's simple. And keep yeah. your feet up. Nice, nice. So yeah, Coob officially the MVP. Let's move on here. Before we go uh, to this week's quiet question, I did want to get your thoughts on last week's class question, or I guess two weeks ago now, which was about, you know, what Ducks, if any, were taking benefits after winning the Junior Goodwill Games, and that could obviously affect their eligibility in within high school sports and high school hockey in Minnesota. So, I mean, do you think any Ducks either, you know, officially take the money and just like don't play? Does Jesse Hall just say, hey, I'm going to, you know, be a brand ambassador for Wheaties and not play high school hockey? Or do you think, you know, Charlie or Banks or is getting money, you know, under the table from, you know, local car dealerships and things like that? Do you have any sort of um, initial, I guess, thoughts on, on who might be? taking the money and run you gotta wonder actually if like them appearing on that Wheaties box you know did that violate any kind of eligibility uh, and mm. I'm gonna guess no because I'm guessing they didn't receive any kind of money from it and probably not even any any Wheaties from it <laughs> um, and they you know they probably got to keep all their Team USA gear but there's nothing wrong with that you know you gotta think that people wanted to like sign the bash brothers to something Mm -hmm. um and so i don't know if it's like if they're playing juniors or something in canada so maybe there's like they're trying to talk to them into doing that and then they can get some kind of sponsorship deal but you got to feel like agents were all over like banks essentially um as well as conway like you're the captain you know um but i wonder if they just kind of went to uh went to gordon um but it'd be interesting you know mighty ducks in in this today's climate with nil deals Um, And I'm not sure if Minnesota is one of the states where high schoolers can receive um, NIL um, deals and retain their eligibility. But I guess if Eden Hall is competing in like a private school league, you know, then, hey, maybe like uh, they can do whatever they want. And I'm willing to bet that Eden Hall um, probably has some nice like deals kind of thing where it's like, look, go to these restaurants around town, you eat for free, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think. The question asker at Yay Mister looked it up, and it, it seemed pretty clear. But I do think there's there's a challenge that could happen if this happened, you know, in this this day and age. I think I do think this gets challenged. There's some appeals 
and maybe the rule changes uh, to be a little more lenient as we go through. But that was essentially my thought. Like, I think Bombay, Hendricks, they make the money. Um, maybe somebody gets, you know, some a little bit of cash, you know, under the table for signing autographs or something like that. Well, but... we know Bombay, he broke the rules, and that's why he's no longer a college coach. So you got to think that it wasn't the first time he did something. That's true, yeah. So he was giving some of that Hendricks money to, to Charlie, to Portman, to Charlie's mom. And, you know, yeah, I... you really do got to wonder, you know, and it's kind of like, you know, stealing bread to feed your starving family. It's like, eh, you know. Yeah, that's a great point, though, that I didn't really think about. Like, how much should we believe Bombay's story about, oh, I just gave this kid tape and he couldn't afford any money? Was that really true or not? Um, so let's move on now to the actual um, question for this week. This one comes from Beasley 777 He asks via the Discord, General quiet question, do any of the Hawks like Larson or okay, that was weird um emphasis. Do any of the Hawks like Larson or McGill end up at Eden Hall? They're from the Cakewater side of town with money. What do those interactions look like? Pretty sure cake water is supposed to be cake eater. True. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't know if he was like, you know, it's that side of the river or something. But uh yeah, probably cake eater. You know, um I don't think McGill has the smarts to get into Eden Hall. Um, it seems like a pretty prestigious, you know, like, um, school and obviously he's, he's, um, you know, he was part of the Hawks dynasty that fell. Do you want him on your team and your hockey team? Mm -hmm. Um, I could see Larson being, um, pretty bright and, um, you know, attending Eden Hall and maybe he's got parents who are affluent and, um, you know, have got positions there. It's like, we want to send him to the best school. And he's like, I'm done playing hockey because of like what the Hawks like were about. So I could see him quitting hockey and then going and then, you know, being um, the next, you know, radio star or something like that. Oh, I, I like that. I like that for Larson to take over when Josh graduates. Yeah, it's going to have to be somebody who gives up hockey because essentially the Ducks took all the spots for those kids. Unless there's a freshman team or something that is playing and then, you know, bombs, bumps up well, to JV. I, I but... think it's kind of implied that it's like, and this is also weird, it's like they have varsity and freshmen. But it's like they've called them like JV. It's like you don't have any sophomores or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's it's and you also got to think hockey powerhouse. They're gonna have like at least three teams: a freshman team, JV, and varsity. But they've just got like eight kids on JP and you know, twelve on varsity. It's um, it's, it's strange. But yeah, I think um, I think Larson goes to Eden Hall. He's not involved in um, uh, hockey. Maybe he's like, hey, I've always wanted to do cross country. Mm. You know, I could see him picking that up and also being like big into AV. Um, and then McGill, I don't think he's got the grades unless like we think his parents are just like super rich. I kind of envision his dad as like owning like an Irish pub um, and like doing pretty well and having some shady characters there. Mm -hmm. um, but McGill is going to like take over that pub one day. Yeah, I like that. I, I do think there's maybe another lesser hawk you know who was right in the bench that we don't know the name of or can't remember like and you got to think there's a, a hawk steen hall pipeline because it yeah. was gordon and so but i wonder if they tried to distance themselves because surely like news of um you know coach riley's you know abuse started to get out in the circles and even if it wasn't like publicized in the papers you know those circles are small and it's like hey we can't we're not gonna do this we're gonna slowly let this pipeline die 
Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, maybe, and then maybe you know the Hawks kids who might have gone there see, oh, all the Mighty Ducks are coming there. I'm gonna go to a different private school because I don't like these kids. So, yeah, I think yeah, maybe one or two Larson goes, maybe another Hawk goes, but most of the other ones distant the distance themselves from Eden Hall there. So that is your answer, Jared. Good question. I do want to, if I can find this, I do want to give a duck call because we got a new producer. We have a producer from Joshua Pulowski. Congratulations, Josh P. He has uh, become one of our producers. So Josh, if you're listening, contact me. I can send you your stickers. If you want to join Josh, there's a link in the show notes. You become a producer. You help keep the lights on, keep us going and help us grow the pod. I don't know where my duck call is right now, but Josh, I will, if I can't find in the next 25 seconds, I will edit in a duck call right here for you. And with that, the quacktech.com go there, contact us at quacktechpod on Twitter, facebook.com slash quacktechpod. Go to iTunes, give us five stars. Uh, tell us, what you thought of the sleepover and Nick's jokes. And again, thanks to all our producers, Josh and everyone else for helping us out, for continuing this and making this as good as it can be. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. The quick and